Good evening. Tonight, I'm going to talk to y'all about a very serious topic. War. Yes, war. And no, I'm not talking about the Call of Duty type of war, or even World War II. Now, tonight, I'm going to tell y'all about the biggest war that has ever seen the face of the earth. The War of Souls. Now this war, it isn't just a few countries fighting in the jungles or in the deserts. No, no, no. This war, it includes everyone. And there's only two sides. The world and God's children. Now, let's look at this just a little bit different. For the rest of this lesson, I'm going to be a recruiter for the army. And y'all are going to be in the recruitment office, so to speak, which is the church. Welcome to the Army of God recruitment office. My name's Justin, and I'm going to be your recruitment officer this evening. Tonight, I got three things that I'm going to tell y'all. I'm going to tell y'all about the recruitment process. I'm going to tell y'all about boot camp. And lastly, I'm going to tell y'all about the battle. Now, first off, I just want to tell y'all, this is the best army that has ever stood on the face of the earth. And God, the leader and creator, wants you. He wants you to fight for Him. His Word even tells us this. Turn with me to John 1.12, and it says... But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. He will give you power, but only if you receive him. And there's only one way to receive him, though. Baptism. That is your ticket into the army. For those of you asking, why is this the only reason? It's because of this. See, back in the day, there was this general. He came from nothing. This little place called Nazareth. And see, as he grew up, he became extremely close with God. And when he came of age... God put him in the highest rank that he could. He became a general. But this general is different. Instead of sitting at a base in a planning room, telling people where to go, what to do, he went on the field. He fought right beside his fellow soldiers. He recruited he fought, and he died. He died facing the leader of the world's army, Satan. Satan tried to turn him from us. He tried to make him turn his back on the battle plan to walk away. But he didn't. He stood his ground. 
He was struck. He didn't run. He stood his ground defending God. The world put him on a cross and put thorns in his head. They killed him. He died defending us. Defending God. His name? His name was Jesus. We do this in His name. We become a part of God's army by being baptized to signify His death and His resurrection. Now you all know how the recruitment process goes. Let me take you all to boot camp. Welcome to weapons training. And I'm going to tell you all about the weapons that we use in this army. First off, the weapons that we use... See, we don't use weapons such as guns or grenades. No. We use swords. Not the blades, though. No, see, the swords we use is this. It is our only weapon against the world. And it's also the most powerful weapon. It gives us all the power that we need. But we need to know how to use it. I'll get to that in a minute. For now, I need to explain something about our swords. See, this weapon, it's balanced for everyone. For those of you who know something about swords, you will know that a perfectly balanced sword is perfect for combat. If it were to be too heavy, then you wouldn't be able to carry it right. You couldn't swing it properly. You would almost definitely miss. Or you could possibly even drop it and end up hurting yourself or others. When it's too heavy, it's not good for battle. Why would you want a heavier weapon than what you need? Why would you add to His Word? Revelations 22.18 says, For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. God's Word says that it's wrong to add to it. He's telling us to keep it as it is because it is perfectly balanced. If it were to be too light, then you would, but you would put too much into the swing. And you could miss. Or hit somewhere that you don't mean to hit. When it's too light, it's not good for battle. Why would you want to have a lighter weapon than what you need? Why would you take away from His Word? Revelations 22:19 says, And if anyone takes away from the words of this book, of this prophecy, God shall take away His part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. See, God's Word says that it's wrong to take away from it. 
He's telling us to keep it as it is because it is perfectly balanced. Now that you know that your sword needs to be balanced, let me teach you how to use it. Open your swords to Mark 16, 15. And it says, And He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. God has told us to go out and tell His word. That is how we use our sword. We will not use it forcefully, but we must also not keep it sheathed. If we need to defend ourselves, we can use the Scriptures to back up what we say. Now that you know how to use your sword, it's about high time that I told you guys what the battle looks like. Let's start with the enemy. The enemy is the world. Quickly, turn your swords to James 4.4. And it says, Adulterers and adulteresses, do do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Now, I'm not saying that we need to kill our enemy because that is not our way. But we are in constant battle with the world. They are denying God to live lives of sin. They proceed to live on without the truth, without His Word. And where will this fight be with the enemy? On the battlefield. The battlefield is the world. We will be fighting everywhere. From our backyard to school, at work, when we're shopping, in another town or even another country. The fight is everywhere. And we have to be ready for it. But why? Why do we need to fight? Why, do, why don't we just keep to ourselves? I mean, really, why? Why don't we keep to ourselves? Because it's our orders. If that's not enough, then let's look at it another way. Say you saw someone while you were hiking on a trail. They got bit by a snake. Would you simply just keep on walking? Would you see him? And would you stop? Would you help? Would you call 911? And if worse came to worst, would you even suck the venom out? Most, if not all of you, would stop and help. Same thing applies here. That is our objective. We are here to help the world. We are here to suck the venom called sin out of their lives. We are here to help them grow closer to God and farther away from sin. That 
is the objective. Before I close, I have just one thing that I want to ask y'all. And I want you to really think about this. Are you willing to fight? Are you willing to sign up for God's army? Are you going to pick up your sword and go into the world? Are you going to fight for God? If you wish to sign up, all you need to do is come forward. All you need to do is be baptized and become a New Testament Christian. If you wish to do so, I invite you with open arms as we come and stand and sing.